hello everybody and welcome back to the Mastering Risk Management Podcast. I'm Anthony Wilson and as promised about a month ago, we said we were going to start a new series of discussions on the podcast just around some basic principles around risk management and for that, Brett Palmer joins us again. Welcome hello back, again, Brett. Anthony. Yeah, thank you. It's great to be back. So we are going to start at the very beginning, and today we're going to have a bit of a chat about what is this risk management thingy that you keep talking about? <laughs> What's it all about? What's it all about? So we're going to, as our first topic, just to just put some parameters around what risk management is and isn't, and how you should be sort of thinking about risk management in your organisation, whether you're actually in a risk management role, whether you're interacting with someone who's in a risk management role, whether you're a C-suite executive or you're a director and you're, to some extent, a client of the risk management function. So we'll try and put some context around that today and, and be a bit more definitive about what risk management is. So, Brett, where do you think we should start this discussion? Well, I reckon a great place to start this discussion is to to think very seriously about what risk management is actually trying to do for an organisation. And mm. let's, let's boil it down to something really basic. One of the primary objectives of risk management is to help organisations take risk. Yeah. And we want to organisations to be taking more risk, not less. Mm. And how, how do we want to make that happen? We want to make that happen by having that level of confidence that we understand the risks and we have confidence in the controls that we have in place to both prevent them and, if, and, and if necessary, to mitigate them if they arise. Yep. So I guess the starting point is that if an organisation has a risk manager who's stopping that from happening... You got the wrong risk manager. Yeah, that's a really good point, Brett. And I think too many organisations think risk management is about stopping the organisation getting into trouble, you know, stopping all these threats, which absolutely, there's a component of that, but it's only half the story. And I, I do say to people that I meet that think risk management is just about threats, that they're only doing half the job. That's right. Because they're missing the opportunities that the organisation can and should seize on. And organisations won't exist unless they take risks. Yeah, so absolutely. Oh, you you often use the example, Anthony, about the brakes on the car mm. and uh, how that helps you go into corners faster. Mm. It's not about stopping you. It's actually about helping you with your cornering. Yep. And that's a pretty good example of what risk management should be doing. That's right. And and risk management should let the organisation go faster and, and take smart risks. So yeah. that's what it, what it should be all about. So, Brett, that guy, chief risk officer, head of risk, whatever they call them, they're the guys that look after all the risks, aren't they? They do all the work. <laughs> Just leave it to them, don't you? <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, we've seen that happen a few times, haven't we? Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, one of the biggest traps for an organisation is to create a team of risk management, second-line people that, that creates the risk that the first line thinks that, oh, that's not my problem anymore. You mm. duty. We, now mm. we've got a risk management team. They can worry about it. Not my problem anymore. So, yeah, yeah fatal mistake. Fatal mistake. Yeah, and we've seen it, unfortunately, too often that that, that as soon as you establish a centralised risk function of any size, the business abdicates its responsibility and, and the business owns the risks because the business generates the risks. So, Always will. Yeah. Will never change. Yeah. So we're very keen on making sure, and when we engage with 
with clients. We, we really make it clear that, you know, we bring subject matter expertise, but we don't bring risk knowledge. That sits in the business unit. So it's important that the business understands its role in risk management. It's not a one-off, oh, I'm going to do an annual risk workshop with these guys and then I'll walk away and that's it for another 12 months. Risk management belongs to the business day in, day out. So that's yeah, really we critical. We do, uh, do actually bring a bit of risk management knowledge itself these days, given the, some of the industries that we've been exposed to over the years. So yeah. risk management professional understanding about you know frameworks and structure and how to do it, yes, very much so. But boy, yeah. oh boy, have we worked up some knowledge about risks over the years. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I guess the other thing, Brad, as I've said in the past, is that you know not everybody's a risk manager, but everybody manages risk. And, and this should be, uh, you know, uh, this should be personal for people as well. So, you know, you'd, you'd no more go and drive your car without your seatbelt on than, than do any other thing stupid. You know, you manage risk in your personal life. We are just putting a framework or a function around the same sort of principles at work. So when you get into your workplace, you still got that same risk management thing. What are the things that could go wrong? What are the things that need to go right in order to achieve the company's objectives? And like in your own personal life, what are the things that need to go right? What are the things that could go wrong? It's interesting you say that, Anthony, because in a, in a previous life, I worked in, in a credit role in the banking sector. And one of the questions we quite often would ask was, if this was your money, would you lend it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think for risk management, you know, we make our own decisions about our own appetite for risk and what we're going to do. Mm. But I think perhaps we have more responsibility to ensure that when we're actually in an organisation, in a role, yep. that we're, we're, we're following a formal process because at the end of the day, it's not our organisation. We are working for it. Yep. But, you know, we have other people that we're accountable for, for the decisions that we're making. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, to some degree, our destiny is very much tied to the outcomes of the organisation. So, you know, if the organisation is successful, we're successful. The organisation gets into strife. It could be our career or our future that's under threat as well. So there's certainly a, a personal connection to individuals making sure they know how to manage risks. Yeah doesn't need mean they need to be a risk manager. And as we'll talk about in a later program on competency, you know, most people only need an awareness of risk management and its broad responsibilities and the functions that you need to do. There'll be very, very few that need to be experts in this space. So that's the good thing about this. We, you know, in risk management in risk management programs that are mature and working well, we're not asking for a whole heap of time or a whole heap of effort from the business unit. We're asking them to build this stuff into their day-to-day routines. That is so true. And just using the obvious... When you analyse your risk and you come up with your controls, mm. your controls are embedded into your procedures. Yeah. So if you have procedures for how you operate your business, you have controls. Yeah. Perhaps the question is, are the controls adequate? Mm. Are they the right controls? Are, are they, they effective? Working? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So there's not... I mean, the pleasing thing, I guess, with all of this, Brett, is, is risk management is not rocket science. I think the problem is that too many people treat it as a separate activity or a separate function and it can become a bit of a box ticking exercise so we've got to get away from that and we've got to embed it into how we think how we make decisions when we think about our objectives what are the things that need to go right what are the things that could go wrong and just build that into how we talk about things Uh, you know I've, I've worked with people in the past where they don't even use the r word risk doesn't come up in the conversation right they say what needs to go right and what could go wrong? 
It's a really good point that you raise. The question about what needs to go right is a question that, as you know, we quite often ask when we start an engagement. So yeah. we, we, we will have a series of one-on-one engagements with the key stakeholders across an organisation. Yeah. We'll ask them various questions. For example, what are the crown jewels for the organisation, mm. the things that must be protected? Mm. Well, one of those other questions we often ask is, what must go right? Mm. And it's amazing. Most people have got an idea. Sometimes they don't. Mm. But when you actually stop them and get them to think about it, they rarely don't come up with something that's valuable that reflects an understanding of yeah. what needs to go right. So yeah. if they get that, then clearly yeah. they've probably got a pretty good basic level of understanding about what the risks of the organisation are. Absolutely. And you raised a good point there, Brett. The, the um, view of some that risk management belongs in the stratosphere, it's up at the executive level or the board level, and therefore it doesn't involve me. I, I work on the shop floor or I work on the on the production line. Don't forget to engage both top down and bottom up because the people that are dealing with your clients or your customers or your patients or your students or whatever business you're in, they are the ones that see what happens to that strategy once it's planned and launched, how it's actually implemented on the ground, and they are the ones that see how controls work. They are the ones that are implementing the controls. Absolutely. So don't forget that that risk management always say, risk management is a team sport, right? Everybody's got to pull their weight and, you know, top down and bottom up gets the best outcome in this space. So, you know, Risk management can be pretty exciting, and we're we're often accused of being a, a bit excitable about risk management, but <laughs> we truly do love what we do and enjoy working with organisations to help them help them unleash the power of risk management. It's a it's a really great thing. Yep, absolutely. And, and most organisations that genuinely want to do this, they're on they're on the path. Yeah. They embrace the opportunities to do it better. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, I hope that's been useful. We've just given you a quick snapshot of what we think risk management is about. As you can hear, we're a bit passionate about it. And that's what you get when you get ABM Risk Partnership. We absolutely get in there. We roll up our sleeves and we help organisations understand how to leverage risk management for the good of the organisation. So listen, thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget, we're interested in your ideas for these programs. So if you have any sort of subjects that you'd like to us to opine on about risk management, about how to implement your program, how to improve your program, drop us a note. You can contact us on www.abmrisk.com.au. Let us know your ideas, your thoughts, even just give us some feedback on the program. Be happy to hear from you. So we'll leave it there for today and we will see you again in about a month's time with another chat. So thanks again, Brett. Yeah, thank you, Anthony. Cheers, everybody. 